he's becoming something of a regular on the show because he was on last week and now he's on again. Don DeBat is a one of Chicago's great journalists, one of his most legendary softball players. And now, Don, you're kind of a crusader, aren't you? Well, I guess I, I this thing is uh, is growing. <laughs> I don't know. It's like the tsunami of softball. That's right. You have you the have kind of, of uh, the Hall of Fame. Uh, all the guys in the Hall of Fame are all agitated, and uh, they're one hundred percent, you know, behind me supporting this uh, whatever I'm doing. I don't know. <laughs> well, you're 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 working to get you know softball. NASCAR seems to have in, in the not long ago big footed the softball season here, and you have fought strenuously to get that fixed. Now. Don's next column, which appears in the Skyline, uh, it's called Home Front, The Home Front. He writes in next week's column, following the NASCAR debacle, now it is time to repair the damaged legacy of Grant Park as Chicago's 16-inch softball birthplace in 1987 and sports mecca since 1887 and sports mecca since 1933. You, in coming up with this plan that has been presented or will be presented soon to uh, Alderman Brendan Riley in who was war 42nd Ward, much of Grant park sits you you did deliver it already oh yeah by email you know i haven't heard back but uh i I assume we're going to talk you know it makes sense well this is not a idea no it's not because your proposal and you did this (laughs) charmingly charmingly uh after having a seance with Mike Royko's medium and alter ego, Slats Grobnik, who says that Mike approves of this. It's a wonderfully done, I really think it's a wonderfully comprehensive uh, plan. And you have, this this whole thing is not a joke. You've given a great deal of thought to this, haven't you? Uh, I've been thinking about uh, this whole issue, uh, what happened to Grand Park, and it really, the thought started gelling in after 9-11. Yeah. When all the parking was taken away. Exactly. And everything is squeezing, squeezing, squeezing the game. You know, that's what's happening. You know, and uh, uh, I've been thinking about it for several years, without a doubt. And so there's no, there's in, a, in, a, in a way, this NASCAR, what I think is a <laughs> debacle, uh, became the catalyst for, for not only, you know, inciting your justifiable outrage, but also for for allowing, and you don't play anymore because your body is, like, beaten up, but for allowing this this game, which you call Chicago game, the Chicago's game, which is the title of a book you're working on, uh, your plan, expanding the plan to, you know, change the shape of the diamonds and change the the... Is it? It's not a renovation. It's a long overdue kind of fix, isn't it? Well, yeah. You know, it's really uh, Grant Park was, I guess, designed at the turn of the century by Daniel Burnham. Yeah, and uh, it was a beautiful park. Don't get me wrong. Uh, sure, softball has been played on that field since around 1933. At least that's where my research leads me, and. Uh, Again, it was uh, the media and the newspaper, uh, uh, you know, uh, the Chicago American mm-hmm. promoted softball in uh, in Grand Park in 1933, and uh, thousands and thousands of people have played oh. softball oh. there. No kidding. Uh, 
when also as you mentioned as you mentioned last week on the on the show too it was it the game basically was invented here yes absolutely at the Farragut uh, Boat Club at a Lake Park and 31st Street where there was some some trouble on 31st Street Beach uh, this week but nevertheless nevertheless we're going to work around the trouble in Chicago because this will get people uh off the streets and playing softball, and that's one of my goals. You know, get them young, teach them how to play the greatest game of the world. Yeah, and yeah, let it evolve. You know, this was this this was a game in its in its in its most popular years here that uh, that was not curtailed by race or age or ethnicity at all. There would be stunning games that attracted th- tens of maybe tens of thousands of people with you know north side teams playing south side teams i mean it it was uh it doesn't see color does it no it doesn't and uh when i played with uh, uh mike royko we had a team called royko's raiders we went to washington park played some of the greatest black teams in the city uh had only good times uh no fear yeah all football players we're on the same page. And some of the greatest softball players in Chicago are African-Americans. Sure. Uh, there are many, many, many African-Americans in the Hall of Fame. They're terrific athletes. And, uh, hey, we got along with the guys. It's like uh, you understand the game, you love the game, and you'll play anywhere for the game. Yeah. But, and do you you must, Don, on some level, really misplay, don't you? Oh, my God, yes. Uh like I said, if I hadn't had double knee replacements yeah. in the last two years, I was still pitching at 72. Wow. I could pitch. I could field my position. I could still hit a nice rope <laughs> in the right field. <clears throat> it's kind of embarrassing when you when you can't run and you get thrown out at first base when you actually have a hit. <laughs> you know? uh, so, yeah. Well, I, I know also... And part of your part of your proposal too, which will be in the next issue of Skyline, is you know to put back to put back the parking meters. You know, the oh. big a disaster is all park anything parking meters has been in Chicago. Uh, that has really in, soiled the uh, softball scene because it was now. You, now, if you want to play, you got to park and, and pay. An exorbitant rate somewhere else, and drag all of your equipment over there. That's another uh, unfair development, isn't it? Yeah. When it comes to the parking, that's uh, that, and that really evolved after nine eleven. Yeah. You've got this enormously large boulevard, you know, uh, Columbus Drive. Now, imagine if you could park nose in uh, instead of uh, parallel, mm-hmm. and you probably could create oh two hundred. Easily 200 parking spaces along both sides of Columbus Drive between Roosevelt Road and, say, Balbo, or even go all the way south to Jackson. Yeah. doesn't really matter. But I'm thinking about where the revenue goes. These these players are paying 20, 30, 40 bucks to park in the loop or, you know, the other side of Michigan Avenue or something. Why not dedicate four hours uh, Monday through Friday for softball parking? Mm-hmm. And we don't want free parking. We'll, we'll be happy. Let, let the softball players pay ten bucks an hour. It's, it would be a deal for them. That would generate if 160 teams were playing on all 16 diamonds. You know, yeah. When the park is full, that would generate eight thousand dollars a night, forty thousand dollars a week, and four hundred eighty thousand dollars over a 12 week uh, softball. Four hundred eighty thousand. 
$1,000? I wish you'd run wow. for mayor. Uh, <laughs> come back here, live here full time and run for mayor. The uh, <laughs> the other interesting thing about your proposal is this, is the configuration of the diamonds. To, to Talk about that for a second, Don DeBat. You know, the... the well, if, if you know anything about softball and you're familiar with, with, with how other fields are configured around the country, locally, uh, if you go to James Park in Evanston, they have what they call the classic pinwheel. The pinwheel, uh, instead of having these diamonds uh, spread around the perimeter of, of Grant Park in the valley, imagine uh, three clusters of diamonds in the center of the park with uh, four four diamonds and each pinwheel. And you don't have the problem of, like, when I played at Grant Park, uh, your right fielder could run into the right field, or the left fielder. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Diamond, people were hurt. But the uh, the key to the to, to the, uh, the pinwheel is you, all, you also could have a refreshment stand. You could have uh, porta-potties or whatever you want to have, you know. And the, the redesign is, uh, the, the park was designed 90 years ago. Yeah. This is something that, needs to be uh, thought of and and then all right let's suppose the softball season starts in april and you use astroturf infields like i proposed mm-hmm. they have them at the, that is not pie in the sky they have them at the u uh, I C field i've played on that field it isn't it's all astroturf uh so the rain doesn't affect it exactly some draining mm-hmm. and then uh, well, after the softball season's over, you can start April, May, June, and then here comes the festivals. So, the festivals where you can use these 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 structures, these pinball, uh, pinball, uh, yeah, pinwheel, pinwheel, uh, and you could have uh, Taste of Chicago there. You could have uh, rock bands playing. You could have Roy, you could have, you know you could have you could have Royco's Rib Fest. We can bring back rib. <laughs> we could bring back Rib Fest. I should have mentioned that. That's Don't important. worry. We, once Brandon Riley gets back to you, then then once we got him, once you got him, then we can come up with all sorts of other things. It would be proud if you talk to if you talk to Mike's uh, wife Judy. Does she know about this? I, I, I've been I've been copying. I, I don't have her mail address, but I've been sending Sam Royko. Uh, oh, good, so good, because I think. Yeah, and you have an idea of changing, you know, renaming a street for him. I mean, I just think that I, I, I really think this idea is a great idea because it's not, it's not ego driven at all. Because Don, can't, Don can't play anymore for God's sake. Uh, I'm in the Hall of Fame, and if I, but that's I'm good the enough. Behind this, and all the guys at the Hall of Fame uh, are, are extremely <sighs> excited about uh, this concept. They're anxious to get softball going back, you know, coming back in the city of Chicago. They play a lot of the big teams play out in, uh, you know, Forest Park and Westchester. We want the big big guys to come down here and play some tournaments and, uh, you know, uh, this is a tourist attraction. This is not something we should be hiding. I remember, no, you recall in the the next piece that will be in Skyline, you recall when they had a tournament down here and Mike and and our old buddy Tim Weigel were in the booth, and it, uh, it, it was, there were thousands the of people. Sorry, the World Series softball was played in 1975 at Soldier Field on the North End. Yep, and 25,000 people came out to watch. <laughs> I know. It was on uh, 
you know. Don, uh, next time you're in Chicago, I gotta, I'll buy you a beer. And, uh, but let me know. You can now be the official softball correspondent for After Hours with me. Uh, but let, let me know. Let, let me know. And uh, I, I got to believe, I know Brendan Riley a little bit. And I'm sure he's got a few other things he's dealing with now. The, 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 trouble, the troubles, well, the troubles downtown yesterday, last night. But, yeah, heartbreaking. Just really heartbreaking. Don, safe travels here. I can't wait to see you. And uh, I'm going to write about this, ladies and gentlemen, next Sunday's Tribune. We'll, we'll try to attack. And there will be more follow-ups on this. Yeah, no, no question. You're the official softball correspondent for After Hours. Uh, Don, take care of yourself. Safe travels. Okay, Rick. All right, hey, take care.